my upcoming video requires so much f- I was about to swear. No, that's fine. I've I've been swearing. You're fine. <laughs> we encourage I I fucking encourage it. You don't you don't you, uh, language. <laughs> when quantum is the one telling you language. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your mother fucking profanity, you sinner. <laughs> You. Watch your profanity. As like I always say, quality over mental health. True. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. As long as your content is quality, as long as you, as long as you look good for your viewers, for your listeners, you know your personal life doesn't matter. And then there's me who has neither. Listen, as long as you can pump out the content, who gives a shit about how you are mentally? We're all slaves to the system. Yep. Susan Wojcicki! <laughs> <laughs> they feed my family. Wait, y'all are getting money from this? No, <laughs> not at all. Say, I can understand Quantum getting money from it. Oh. I should be getting paid for the first time this month. Nice! Oh, nice. Which is, Congrats. Which is exciting. Hey. Probably like two cents. I hope more than that, considering the amount of views you've been pulling in lately. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, it'll probably be like three cents. Yeah. Maybe four. That's that's about how it typically works out. A nickel? Like, I think that's asking a bit too much. If I had a nickel for every nickel I earned from YouTube, I'd have Shut no up. nickels. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do the classic out of our mains intro now. <clears throat> oh, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually I like doing this um, when people are not expecting it, but I didn't see a good way to uh, to... Lead into it, so I'm just gonna go. Hello, everyone! Welcome back to Out of Our Mains, the show where we're out of our mains and you probably are too, because you're listening to some hopeless, colorful horse addicts ramble on about a show meant for little girls. I'm Maynard, we've got Robert here today, we've got Ambazar, and of course, our special guest, Tara Strong! Tara, I like sparkle! Dear Princess Celestia, it's the fourth thickest pony here to look. <laughs> I broke. <laughs> I broke another throne. I'm so sad. <laughs> wow. It's the real Terra strong. strong. No. So Okay. <laughs> no, we don't we don't actually have Terra strong. Unfortunately, we're stuck with Quantum Hypologist. Uh, yeah, this is the next best thing. We had to settle I'm for sorry. second best. That's how it second was. Best. This is the biggest downgrade I have ever seen. <laughs> no, it it goes God, Jesus, Terra strong, then Quantum Hypologist. Yep, so forth best. Lauren Faust is somewhere in there. Below Quantum. She's probably like 10th. Don't even get me started on Larson. I think that needs to be the end goal of this podcast, is to have, like, Tara Strong, M.A. Larson, or, like, Lauren Faust on here one day. All three? All three of them? At the same time. You know what? I just realized that Ambazar's tail is covering me up, so I'm gonna put myself in front, because I'm important. Um, wow. you, you keep wow. telling yourself, buddy. I'm, I'm more important than everybody else here. Uh, <laughs> what? Says the one who saw Puss in Boots six times. Yes. That's why That's he's That's what important. makes me the most important. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, uh, welcome to the show, Quantum. It's a pleasure to have you here. Finally good to, uh, to finally get to talk with you. Uh, finally some good content. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we get someone who's not some random bozo we picked up off the street. Ambazar. DJ Thed, who the fuck is that? <laughs> DJ Thed, we got Quantum on now. As we all know, I'm be- I'm better than DJ Thed in every way, because I've, uh, I haven't worked for Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! No. 
Fed is great. Fed is a fun guy. Yeah, he's, um, he, he is. He is really cool. Yeah. All right. Now that we've dunked on every special guest before, now sequentially in order. Wait, are we doing every guest now? Like in a row? Are we ranking them? Are we? Are we doing a ranking? You thought it was a podcast, but no, it's a tier list. Let me pull up the channel. I need to roast everyone. Okay, oh, no. so um, where? Okay, so where are we putting? Where are we putting Maynard on the list? Quantum rates the thickness of everyone who's been on the Out of Our Mains <laughs> podcast. Jesus Christ. Mathematically, I, of course. Um, I wouldn't be canceled. I'd be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Wow, this is going great. <laughs> Who is the thickest out of our mains podcast member? That's gonna be the thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. It's me, and it's not close. All those bags of it's all those bags of ham, man. I don't know. Have you seen? They take that? a toll. I'm telling you. Okay, we need we need an expert opinion here. Quantum, like, what what do you think? What, what, guys, it, it is three o'clock. My brain has not fully warmed up. Uh, we're I, only I, eight minutes in. <laughs> I don't, I, th- these are a lot of questions. I, I don't even have a PhD. Uh, I, I, I faked PhD mine. You in thickness? <laughs> I'm working on it. Well, then, well, what <laughs> authority do you have to rank the main six? It's, it, it, that was my, that was my dissertation. I'm working on it. I demand a recount. <laughs> This was rigged I, from the start. I respect it, you know, considering, like, student loans have got to be expensive for, like, the PhD in thickness, you know? I had actual statistics homework that I could have been doing, and instead I did that, so... Nice. I mean, you, know. you could, you know, like, experience, you use it as a statistics project, that'd be, you know... I'm sure, I'm sure your imagine, teacher would appreciate imagine that. Imagine rolling up with, like, a PowerPoint slideshow and then showing that. Oh, I totally, I totally do it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> this doubt This is it. why I deserve early graduation. <laughs> well, okay, we're nine minutes in and things are already unhinged. Yep. Oh, welcome to Out of Our Mains, where we're out of our mains. <laughs> yep. Oh. Now, Quantum just brings out the worst in us. I bring out the worst in a lot of people online. <laughs> it's a special talent. Uh, a oh my gosh! What would that cutie mark look? like? Wait, no, don't spoil it. Uh, it looked like fortune. Uh, is that is that what your cutie mark is going to represent, though? Uh, no. Uh, it, it, the 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 OC that I have is like a very um. Well, I think it's like unique, but it's not really a joke. Like it's not I- ironic. Yeah, it's it's more professional. I get that. Yeah, gotcha, Quo- gotcha. Quote unquotes. As someone whose profile picture is a blue Chad Hitch uh, cronk on pretty much everything except for this podcast. Um, yeah, I get it. For this, I could have... Uh, people have been messaging me and being like, I hear your voice and I can't think of anything but the Chad Hitch. I'm like, I can't just put that on the podcast. Like, <laughs> You could. You could. I, okay. Theoretically, Coward. yes, I can. All right, you want to bet? You want to bet? Oh, oh no! All right, are we doing this? Oh no! Are we doing this? Mater, don't okay, do hold it. Up. Hold up! No, don't hold do up. it. Hold up! Oh, All right, boys. Mater, this is what you don't asked do for. It. No. Okay, file. Uh, He's image. getting swole. <laughs> okay, so I know you said this episode was going to be unhitched or unhinged. <laughs> unhitched. But, unhitched. No, no uh, it's going to be good. very hitched here in a minute. Here we go. Maynard, don't do it. All right, everybody. We've done <laughs> but he it. he doesn't talk. Oh, no, wait. I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maynard. Oh, no. 
Wait, hold up. I gotta, I gotta set this. Wow, I am. Wait, what? What? What if you do the original the... color for like talking? No, here we go. Here we go. I could do that, but no, I think this is better. Yeah, there oh, we go. No. Oh my god, yeah. I wasn't ready. Welcome to the Out of Our Mains podcast. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's undo this. Fix okay. That. Yeah. Do we have like any? Do we have like any talking points to keep this from just devolving into chaos? Because we have accomplished oh, we, nothing in like ten we, minutes. We do. Yeah. Let me just revert back real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll figure this out. Okay. What have you guys at home learned today? Any, any, anything, that anything useful yet? Obsessed with puss in boots and memes. Yeah, actually, I think that's a great talking point. Quantum, have you seen Puss in Boots: The Last Wish? No, and I've I I know that Get off like my show. everyone. Get off my show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, no, goodbye. It's, oh God, no! It's no. it's the same. It's the same thing that happened with uh, with Spider Verse. Because oh. okay, but you have to you have to understand. Like, I am not the kind of person that like sits down and willingly watches movies unless they're My Little Pony related. <laughs> I am the exact same way. For ninety nine percent of the time, I cannot just sit down and watch something unless I'm like fully invested in it. The only time I ever watch things is when I'm like eating or something. Um, or with puss in boots. Or if it's a particularly high class piece of media, like Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Um In theaters now. <laughs> the best movie to come out in the past century. Um which is all of the movie. I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. It's just like well, if I okay, this is just a thing with me, because you've seen how hard I hyperfixate on MLP now. But yeah. like if I'm going to watch Puss in Boots, then I'm going to watch all of the Shrek movies and, like, learn everything I can about, like, Puss in Boots lore, which Wait, I don't know how much there is. Hold but, on a you know, second. You said something that um, has me a little bit confused. Did you say you've not seen all of the Shrek films? I've never seen a single Shrek film. Oh, my God. Okay, and now I really do need to kick you off this podcast. <laughs> no. Um... I'm actually planning on um, getting a group together at um, at Harmony Con to watch Puss in Boots, and you're uh, you're free to join. Uh, it'll probably be okay. like Sunday afternoon if you're there still. Okay, I was about to say, when are we doing that? I'm I'm going to be so busy at this convention, like I can't. I almost can't put Mr. it into words. Community guest. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't understand. I'm going to be Big on man. like five panels minimum. Oh god! I've only got two, so I'm I'm a Congrats little. Congrats on that front. I've got none because I don't have money to go there. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying this in like a brag. It's like, oh, I'm better than you. Way I'm saying this in like a help me way. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, I mean, we could always put you back in that cell. Yeah, you could stay home and not come to Harmony Con. We could put you in the cell and give you your ham. It's that easy. And at this point, I think if I tried to say no, I'm not going. Last minute change, like. Luck rocker, luck rocker button would just like teleport into my room and just like grab me by a collar. It's like, nope, you're going. Yeah, you're coming with us. It's like, I don't think I think choice is out the window at this point. <laughs> yeah. Did I say button? That's not. That's Everfree. No, no man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Wait, hey, is it's it? still dope. Hold on, I gotta go through my Discord DMs and do some fact checking. <laughs> oh my gosh! I have no clue, honestly. I'm very bad at keeping track of that sort of thing because this well last year was my first year going to cons so 
I mean, this, this year is going to be my first year, so, uh, like... So Harmony's going to be your first one? I've not only never been to, like, an MLP convention, but just, like, never a convention in general. Oh, wow. Is I, the outside world scares me. <laughs> that is 100% and completely fair, but, yeah, no, you'll have a good time. I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, Harmony was my my first convention uh, last year. I had been to a um, I had been to a general like gaming convention, but it was it was really big and it was really like commercialized sort of thing. Where it's run by a big like corporation and stuff. Pony conventions are very different. It's not that the con was bad or anything. It was just not the same. I don't know where to set my expectations, but I think they're just, like, right in the middle right now, wherein, like, uh, f for at least one day, I will be hauled up in a room just, like, watching, I don't know, or probably watching Tell Your Tale. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hi, Editing Maynard here. I'm interrupting this because Quantum's recording cut out here for a minute. We didn't really lose much, but we started talking about it, and I saw no good way to make this conversation make sense without doing this. Sorry for the interruption. Back to the podcast. Okay, cool. Okay. Radical. We didn't lose Awesome! Nothing. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> awesome! I respect that you went for it. I'm Rainbow Dash! <laughs> See, you guys were asking about the times that I need to do a random Rainbow Dash impression, and this yeah. is what I meant. I See? get it. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> See, I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Not crazy, you guys. Please believe me. <laughs> I don't believe I'm not, you. I'm not crazy. I'm just out of my main. My little pony. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. After that joke, man, I expect you to play like the My Little Pony credits theme. My pony. Yeah, I know. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's it's actually pretty crazy. I know a lot of people who this time around it's it's actually going to be their first Harmony Con. Um. A lot of our pan, a lot of them, our panel, actually, um, both Quantum and Paramare, it's going to be their first. Oh, uh, their first HarmonyCon or first convention? First convention. Oh wow, nice. I'm trying to think. Okay, I totally didn't forget who else is on our panel. Oh yes, Starstrike. It's going to be his first too. Oh okay, wow. Yeah, I went there with a friend, and I knew literally no one. But now, uh, there's. Plenty of people I've met over uh, over Twitter, over Discord, etc., etc., that I'm going to get to meet for the first time, which is uh, lots of fun. Oh, yeah, that was me last year. I didn't even have a YouTube when I went last year. So um, it is impressive how quickly things change. We had the podcast channel, but it was, um, it was very much in its infancy. <laughs> and some <laughs> of those old videos are less than quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um what was i gonna say something important probably definitely not. something intelligent from me really you expect that i like how i went from devolving I'm into honest. chaos and now we're just like okay somebody say something interesting so we can build off of it dude maynard is the least intelligent person i know so quantum what are your what are your thoughts on the uh, the current state of uh, American politics? Oh no no we're not going we're not going there. <laughs> we are not going there. Well like hmm Oh god. I, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer no, that. Cause, no, cuz the, the joke I have right now is way is way too dark. So I'm just going to oh. say like uh I'm just going to say, you know, I think it's AO bad and just move on. <laughs> 
Ao bag. I, I'm cool. curious about the joke now. If it's too, can well, the joke, I can't say I regret voting for Celestia, but her whole speech on bombing the zebras went a little <laughs> far, in my opinion. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and that is a Fallout Equestria joke. God, when oh it gosh. when it's my time to make a video on Fallout Equestria, that's a time that I can freaking wait for. Jesus Christ! Oh no. So oh, you've no. you've read Fallout Equestria? I I have not. No. But, oh, but like, because my plan for the um for the completely serious analysis series, whenever I freaking finish that, uh, once I finish all the canon books, I'm gonna move on to fan fiction, and I feel like a good a, a good place to start out would be Fallout Equestria. <laughs> or actually, no, 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 Bright Bright of uh Bright of Discord, and then Fallout Equestria. Bright of Discord is like, a good one Discord. to start with. Yeah, that, that's, that's I have a, that's never read Bright of Discord. Neither of I I watched um Shunk's video on it, but that's like Same. the only that's the only uh, experience if I have you, with it. If you it. don't want to read it, there's a there's an audio there's an audio drama on it. Uh, I know of that thing's existence. Uh, like the only reason I I made a fan fiction account was to read Sunset Shimmer fan fiction. You know, nice. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, and now it's just sort of collecting dust. But like it, you know, I'm 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 gonna read all the big ones eventually. Just uh, just I'm more a of a of I'm more of a writer instead of a reader, to be honest. I I, I respect that. I've I've written stuff too. Nothing nothing safe, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I've uh I've not written anything, but I I didn't start reading fanfics until like uh, a couple years ago or so because I've. I've been in, well, I've been quote-unquote in the fandom since, like, late 2014, early 2015, but um, I always avoided fan fiction like the plague. I think I I read, like, uh... You probably just had a bad experience if you avoided it like the plague. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just, like, the stigma around fan uh, fiction. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was that, in middle uh, school at the time. And so, like, the big thing was like, oh, fan fiction's cringe. Anyways, let's go, let's go play Five Nights at Freddy's and talk about the deep lore surrounding <laughs> that. I'm like, yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, that checks or out. Let's, let's, uh, you know, let's, da- let's play Gmod and dick around with the FNAF SFM models. <laughs> I was totally of the same mind. Still, am. the thing the thing is, like, I I I dis I dismissed fan fiction, but I still liked fan comics because yeah. I don't know. I it's just so yeah. No, I, I guess like the comics to actually just reading was a logical progression. And for what it's worth, there are like very good stories out there. Yeah, and like the thing is, like when you think about it, like even comics are still like fan fiction, right? <laughs> Like any any fan made content is still fan fiction. It's just fan fiction is commonly associated with written media. Yeah, but anyways, speak uh, on this train of thought. Um, Quantum, how long how long have you been like in the MLP space? I don't know about necessarily um, the fandom because I feel like there is kind of like a differentiation there. But like, how long have you been watching MLP? Uh, that's, that's an interesting question because there's technically like two answers because, so I was into MLP like 2013, 14, but I was in like the fourth to fifth grade. The thing is like, I was, uh, because I wouldn't call myself a regular fan of the show. Like I was definitely more into the fandom side of stuff. Like I was watching what friendship is witchcraft. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I I was looking at like Sonic versus rainbow dash and all that stuff. Like I remember that. Yeah. I was definitely back, man. Yeah, I was definitely more of a brony 
like when I was nine than and than just like the general demographic that MLP was expecting to pull for the show. Yep. So huh. that uh that said, like I I watched all. Well, I don't know if I watched all of it, but I remember watching episodes from seasons one through four, and then I. I remember uh, seeing the beginning of season five of Starlight Glimmer, but I also think that was around the time where I was starting to get bored and just sort of entered my, like, shonen anime phase. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that was, like, the first wave, and then, like, what, two years ago now? And then it came back with a vengeance. (laughs) Yeah, like, two years ago now, I saw uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic on Netflix, and I I was, like... I I was getting out of my Homestuck phase because Homestuck, if for those that you don't know, is still freaking going on and it hasn't continued in three years as of this point. Wait, so I thought it had ended. It ended. Oh, Homestuck ended in 2016, but there was a sequel series that started up in 2020. Oh, oh, and that's not counting the Homestuck epilogues and like the tie-in video game series. But like, yeah, no, Homestuck two happened and it hasn't continued in like. Two and a half, three years at this point. So I got so bored and upset with Homestuck that I just decided, oh, hey, I remember this show. I guess I'll give it a watch. And yeah, that's how that started. <laughs> so like I said, the hyperfixation, it came back with a vengeance. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the hyperfixation jumps from fandom to fandom. But oh, yeah, no. <laughs> honestly, same, same. I have that, I, that. That's with me as well. I hyperfixate on so many different things. Yeah. It, it, it's like I, I have like two year intervals of just like oh, here's a cool thing. I will learn literally everything there is to know about this and then move on like nothing happened. Not to say this YouTube channel is going to end, but you know. <laughs> yeah, got it. I can't say, I've, I don't know, I've been pretty hyper fixated on Pony since like 2012, 2013 when I first started watching the show and learned about wow, the Wow, old, old. I mean, yeah, and I mean, it's crazy and it's crazy because I'm, I'm only 23 but I hear like um, Quantum say, you know, I started watching like 2013, 2014. It's like I was in fourth grade, and I'm just like, oh, like, <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> oh my gosh, that hurt my soul to hear you say that. I hope you know oh that. God. Like, oh. like you never really think about it unless like it comes up in a topic, and you're just like, oh, you're just sitting there just contemplating existence because of how long it's been and how long you've been part of this fandom. <sighs> It's like, I can't leave, you won't let me die. It's kind of insane, because I look at, like, I look at people who have got into the fandom when they were, like, graduating college, and it was, like, 2011 or whatever, and they look back, and they see, like, people around my age, like, yeah, I'm an adult, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so old, and then I look back, and I see people who are like, yeah, I got into MLP Friendship is Magic when I was in elementary school, and I'm like, Oh, oh. <laughs> I feel really bad for like all the people who are creating content like 2011, 2012, and now they're like in their 30s. Oh, yeah. gosh. It's like I talked to Isn't Prince that... whatever, and I'm just like, how must he feel? Like, that's gotta be crazy. Uh, yeah. Hi, little shy. I know you're watching. Uh... I, I, always, I always feel like this when I look back at like when when consoles were released on certain days as well. Like, have you ever oh, just yeah. looked back at, like, the release date of the PS2 or something? Yeah, the the, the Nintendo Wii came out in, what, 2006? Yeah, yeah. 2006. L- luckily, I'm, when, when the Wii U becomes old, then I'll start feeling, like, I'll start feeling the age, but I'm okay for now. 
The the Wii U was released like eleven years ago, bro. That's that's still that's still wild, but it's not it's not like it's not eighteen years old. It's not like twenty years old. Then I'll start to feel like really existential about everything. It only <laughs> yeah, just now that. processed in my mind after you said that the Wii U came out eleven years ago. How long ago two thousand six was? Like when the Wii came out. I said that. And I said those words. I said, "Oh yeah, two thousand six. That's years. like that's like ten years ago. That that's really yeah. old." And I'm like, "Wait, add seven to that. That's seventeen years ago." Yeah, <laughs> Twilight got her wings ten years oh, ago. Oh yeah, guys. I saw the anniversary thing for that going around. Oh yeah, congrats. Um, I got into the fandom literally like two weeks before that episode debuted, and then I just like went on all these chat boards and stuff. I just found it. Everybody's like, "Well, fandom's over. Good night." Yeah, you jumped and I'm like, in, wait, right? what? I just got here. It's it's the meme of the guy holding the pizza and he walks into the burning room. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I definitely, because I remember the moment when Twilight got her wings. That's right. So, like, it was, I, I watched the show in, like, season, somewhere towards, like, the tail end of season three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I got into the fandom right before the, um, the massive, I think. I want to say it was the biggest hiatus in the show. Maybe it's just, like, looking back at it, it feels so long since I was a lot younger. But between season four and season five, like, I got into the fandom right after season four ended. So I binged the show. I believe I got in around that time as well. When I got into it, I want to say the biggest hiatus was between uh, season three and season four. I don't know if that's right. But yeah, when I got into it, I got into it like right in the middle of season three because seasons one and two were on Netflix. And then within like a few weeks of me like discovering the fandom and starting to get into the more internet side of it, uh, Twilight got her wings and everybody was talking about how it was like the worst possible outcome for everything and how the whole fandom was just going to die. Now, nowadays, we just sort of accepted yeah. it. And then Equestria and then uh, teasers for Equestria Girl started coming out right after that. Oh, oh yeah. And everybody was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like I, I don't understand why everybody's so angry. It's so crazy how quickly people can jump to like doomsday scenario. Like, well, uh, in two weeks, everyone in this fandom is going to have completely dropped the show and is done with this. It. This fandom like is like the biggest, most dedicated fandom that I've ever been a part of. Ever. Yeah, ten years later, we're just like, don't let the flame die out. <laughs> Save the conventions. It's like two of us are there. <laughs> and, uh, I, and one of them Saber Spark. Yeah. Because <laughs> you won't let him go. Yeah, he's just not because he wants to be there. It's because we won't let him leave. <laughs> just Saber Spark on a leash. The last two people in this fandom are going to be AC Race Best and Saber Spark. And maybe Little Shy actually is going to say. I was about to say, I think Little Shy. I think it'll take a lot for Little Shy to not be here anymore. That's true. Yeah. It's just that, like, I don't think people understand, even if, like, G5, so, I'm not gonna sugarcoat things, I'm gonna be honest, I have not been liking Make Your Mark, um, much. I watched all the episodes, um, and I understand the idea that it's, like, it's not going to be Friendship is Magic again. It's not going to be. And that's unfortunate, but it's, you know, it's a thing. Um... But I just got our entire podcast canceled. Oh, yep. I've all but like decided like I want to see what chapter four like I think I'm still going to follow the show 
because I'm in the fandom, but I don't know if I'm going to watch through all of it. But even if G5 ended up not improving at all, and even like going downhill, I still don't think this fandom is going anywhere. No, like, no, it's no, not. there's no shot. But see, yeah. that's 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 an interesting thing because I feel like G five is like I feel like it's okay. Well, it hasn't succeeded in terms of marketing, but that's only because it's not friendship is magic. <laughs> but like, yeah. uh, but like in terms of like keeping discussion going, I feel like that's been something that's been relatively uh relatively well achieved. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been good at, like, bringing talking points up, I guess, um, in the fandom. I personally have been, uh, I've been a big fan of the comics. I don't think I'm updated yet, but I think I've had the most fun with the G5 comics. That's, uh, huh. Out of anything. Okay, because I, 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 I've, um, I've read all the, all the G5 comics and, like, they've, uh... Well, they've certainly been like more tied into G four than uh than make your mark and tell your tale have. Yeah, but I've I guess personal. It's not even like I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is about that. I don't think it is because I adored the G five movie. I think that movie's great. I've seen that movie oh, yeah. more times than I've seen Man. Puss in Boots so oh, yeah, far. The, I've only seen the the movie once, but I I actually was thinking about seeing it again because it was a really good movie. Yeah, I I love that movie to death. And it has literally no connection to G four. Apart, uh, it has it, it does have a connection, but it, not to like the extent that um the series is doing. It doesn't have Twilight in it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have Twilight. In it. Well, it did only her action figure. Open- it, it, it did, but only in like the opening segment. Oh, you know what? That's it. That's what it is. I was like, Sonny's a brony, and that you know, that's as simple as my tastes are. Sonny's a brony. <laughs> I do have a bad habit of like. Uh, I guess decide, like, I wouldn't say 100%, but I can kind of tend to, like, just agree with the general populace when it comes to certain things. Um, I... I'm not very good at f- at forming my own opinion. You're not very be... good. You're not very good at being a somebody. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh, this is cool, and then like the internet takes a dump on it, and I'm like, yeah, now that I think about it, it's not that great. But I don't know. With Make Your Mark, I feel like, well, with G Five in general, I feel like I've been kind of the opposite. When the movie came out, I feel like a lot of people were into it, but a lot of the people that were around me weren't really liking it but i was like i don't know this is really good i like and then and then with the series it feels like most of the people i've been around have been super into it and i've been like i I, well i don't know it hasn't it hasn't captured me exactly but make your mark has been decent um i think as far as a lot of the writing because i've seen all the episodes and i'm eventually planning on doing videos i I think it's been i think it's been playing it a little too a little bit yeah i mean the writing's been decent the one thing i have been happy about is that the animation has has been getting better and better oh Oh, yeah yeah, that is true yes but i think a lot of people that i've been talking to that are like really into g5 a lot of them say that like tell your tale and the comics are actually where you really want to go for it which is funny because I'm not caught up on either in the slightest. Huh. I never, I never really, in, I didn't really enjoy Tell Your Tale that much. But I've heard that it got better. Quantum, uh, you, you're pretty caught up, right? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm caught up with everything G5 related. But, um, okay, 
elaborate. Give us your thoughts, because we've kind of just been talking over you. But <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's it's cool. Uh, so like my my whole thing is that like when I watched the new generation, I thought it was like really really excellent, but I also knew that the show would not be as good. Like my expectations were still very low. So like yeah, I gotcha, but. The the problem is like when tell your, when tell your tale came around I was fine with it I I enjoy tell your tale there are reasons not to like tell your tale but I I still do like enjoy it a lot but yeah. when when make your mark chapter one rolled around my very low expectations were like they they didn't even meet it didn't even meet that oh. which made which made me very worried because like yeah man tell your tale chapter one is so awful in retrospect yes. <laughs> like yeah. it is it, it is yeah make your mark yeah. season one well chapter one yeah. yeah it's it's so weird <laughs> how they're doing this whole chapter thing chapter one was like it was fine i guess nah like in terms of animation it was pure oh, no. garbage the, the animation was awful yeah and in terms of like uh in terms of writing it was well it was okay i guess but like the, the performances were good because when are they not <laughs> but um uh in terms of like you know uh, plot structure it felt like well it varies from episode to episode but chapter one was pretty like it was definitely the most middle of the road story that i, I that um that make your marcus had in my opinion like i said it felt it felt kind of a bit too safe but like as, as the show went on uh what i thought episodes one and two were very average not like better than better than chapter one but not much better then episode three, I feel like everyone agrees that that's the best episode. Oh, then, hands down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. episode. Then then four and five. I don't know about you guys. Like, uh, well, okay. Have you guys, uh, I forgot. Have How many of you guys have seen, like, like Make Your Mark, like, all of it? We, you know? like, Maynard and I have seen everything except Winter Wish Day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen all of okay. it and Winter Wish Day, so. Okay. So, please tell me I'm not crazy. But. Four and five are so bad. <laughs> the, I, okay, we lit- Maynard and I really literally talked about this on the podcast. Fucking the Cutie Mark mix-up, like... Oh my gosh, yeah, that made yeah, me so mad. <laughs> we talked about that, and we were so mad. <sighs> I forgot about that. Episode four is the next video I have to do a How Bernie's Reacted video on, and I'm literally procrastinating that episode because I hate the actual episode of the show so much. Well, yeah, it's not, that, it's I'm not hoping just that. that I'm hoping it doesn't ruin the YouTube video I'm going to have to end up doing on it. Right. Because it, it's not just the story that's really like bland and, and the writing that's also kind of like meh. it's very um it's very like uninteresting. It delivers its it delivers its it delivers its punchlines very. F- oh, that's another thing, too. Sorry, I'm, I'm distracting myself. You're fine. You're but fine. the odd. The audio editing in those two episodes is horrendous. Characters talk like way too fast. They they talk like how I'm talking like right now. They don't take any breaths. It's like <laughs> it's insane how poorly edited those episodes are. But like And speaking <laughs> of I I hate to cut you off, but speaking of audio editing, there's something I've noticed about Make Your Mark and I know it was a huge thing in Winter Wish Day, but I think it was a big thing in all of chapter 2 as well. And that's, have you noticed that there's so many, like, instead of writing dialogue, a lot of the characters will just, like, start laughing awkwardly? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes? It's like they're yes. afraid for the, yeah. it's like they're afraid, they're, they're afraid to have silence at any point. No, because you say that, and I immediately flash back to, like, one moment in episode two, 
when like they all got the they all got the fruit juice on each other and then Pip goes, mm, the perfect blend and then they all laughed. <laughs> Which is like it it was it wasn't not funny, but like, you know. I feel like it would have been just funny in a very painful way if there was an awkward silence instead. I don't know about there, but I think it would have been better if they just moved on from that. I yeah, I yeah. I you know, I didn't think about that, but that's kind of true. There are some jokes where they have the characters laugh at specifically Izzy. When she says yes. something funny, they will 90% of the time have the characters acknowledge that and laugh at it. Well, it, Maynard, it, Robert, when you guys watch Winter Wish, they keep that in mind, just how often, like, characters will oh, awkwardly laugh at, like, oh, nothing. Oh, yeah. I, you, know, you know what? Yeah. No, but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, though. Like, because uh, you say that, and, like, I'm thinking of episode uh, episode six and seven, with, because they have a lot of Izzy focus on them, and I thought those, or six, seven, and eight were really, really good. Like, not not episode three, but like you know, it, on a scale from like one to ten, if if episode three is like a current ten out of ten, then those were like a seven or eight in my opinion. I think I liked um, episode six. Um, I I think I did like episode six. Um, seven and eight felt a little off for me, but at the same time, I did sit down and watch all of them in a row, like right after they came out. And I was kind of fatigued, but I haven't really had any desire to go back. <laughs> yeah, um, and, uh, like, here's the thing, like, again, Maynard and I have, like, ranted about this before. Like, episode five still pisses me off. It really does. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, Sparky is literally a Mary Sue. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, he's not a Mary Sue in the traditional sense but it feels he feels like a deus ex machina we don't want he's an abomination unto god (laughs) his place in the series kind of feels like um like poof almost yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it if you were calling g4 starlight also did that whole cutamark thing but that's that's her whole thing she's magically attuned yeah, at this point, it feels like it feels like Sparky can literally do anything, and that's, that's another thing with with G five because I know people say like you know don't compare them; they're different shows. And I I do again, I do like G five for what it's worth, and I do yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I respect that they have the audacity to <laughs> to uh, connect it to friendship is magic. Yeah, like if episode four and five are the only like bad episodes, and hey, you know, um, six out of eight ain't bad. People say don't compare the shows. But like, if G five has the audacity to to like have the take place in the same universe as G four, then I'm 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 gonna compare them. <laughs> they literally yeah, make references yeah. to each, they literally make references. So Andy's therapy video, go watch it. <laughs> it's good. Yes, that that makes me it makes me so mad. People are when people are like, stop comparing G four to G five, and it's like they established immediately in the movie and in the series, like it takes place in the same universe. Sunny wears Twilight's cutie mark on her at all times. It's like, don't tell me not to compare them because that is what they want. Be it for story or marketing purposes, that's what they want. No, but but here's the thing though, because uh, people say that, but then I think if um if I'm gonna do that, then I'm gonna compare like G4 and G5 to like the other generations and also like other kid shows out there. 
because I still think that G, I, I still think that like make your mark and tell your tale are well. If if friendship is magic is exceptional, then make your mark and tell your tale are great because like com- compared to like other shows out there, like uh, I don't know, like uh, like what the new Polly Pocket or like old Strawberry Shortcake, then yeah, no, oh, I think for certain, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that regard, yes, I think because uh, I I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately where um yeah i do think that make your mark is better than like the average in terms of like kids shows but it hasn't reached a point where i'm like the way i've been thinking about it right is if i had seen because i don't there's not many other like well actually that's not true i primarily want if i watch a show most of them are kids shows like i want there's a couple anime i keep up with but like the shows that i will like go and watch are like ducktales steven universe uh, like those are my big things but uh make your mark if i had seen make your mark back in 2014 uh when i got into g4 or if i had seen it now and had never gotten into g4 I would not watch the show. I wouldn't follow it. I wouldn't be interested. That's my take on it. Um, no, yeah, that 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 that's fair because like, uh, but I also have to like, uh, okay, well, to like to bring up a little like perspective, I was watching uh, Equestria Girls with some friends the other day because uh, they had they had they hadn't seen Equestria Girls, and oh. yeah, I, I I was I was shocked to, like uh, upon revisiting them how not good they were <laughs> yeah so so like I, I have to wonder like if that was someone's first exposure to like mlp would they get into the show and then like i also have to question like you know how how good were like the initial episodes? because there were some like really really kids show feeling episodes if i if i could describe them in any way not, oh, not yeah. to say that that's yeah. derogatory but you know yeah <laughs> Ticketmaster. I, I mean i watched um well, yeah, to to go into the same point, um, when my friend told me, hey, there's this show, MLP, Friendship is Magic, you gotta watch it, it's super good, and he sent me a link to a place where I can watch all the episodes of season one totally legally, right. um, yeah. <laughs> I started watching episode one, and I put it down, I was like, I, I don't get the appeal. Uh, right. It wasn't until later I happened upon... My sister was watching like episodes. She was watching. Uh, she watched Wasn't Baby like, Cakes, yeah. oh. and I was not interested. Oh yeah, that's and the then, that's the worst episode you could start with. <laughs> yeah, but then I was still in the same room when um, I think it's uh, the next episode. The very was the very what was the next episode? Right, the very next episode. Yeah, after the Baby very Cakes. next episode. I think it's over a barrel. The one where AJ really? goes to um, Appaloosa. Yeah, to Appaloosa. Um, that's when the show hooked me. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I think it was the uh, season, uh, it was episode 14, The Last Roundup. Oh, The Last Roundup, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, not uh, over okay. barrel, that, that, not that the was, that was, um, that was Dodge Junction then. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then immediately, um, yeah, and then after that was the super speedy cider squeezy. I, I get those two mi- episodes mixed up. I was gonna say if you got hooked by over a barrel, I would judge you harshly because I I don't hate that episode, but because uh, like oh god, Pinky in that episode was so annoying. <laughs> Here, okay, for for me it was like you know it was one of those things where 
I just told myself uh, I've seen like Bronies the fandom like really thriving. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna watch some episodes and see the appeal. I watched, you know, like uh, the first couple episodes, and then I was like, I don't really get it, but I'll keep going. And then I got hooked. Right. Like yeah. it. Re- it requires a certain kind of person to like um endure the kind of kids show uh kids show vibes and not like be completely turned off by it and like uh mlp for me didn't really it didn't really hit that point okay well there were several points i think the show impressed me in like uh in dragon shy then it hooked me at um at return of harmony part two and then it it became a consistently good show in season five i think think i want to say that suited for success is the episode that hooked me yeah? yes i was just about to say suited my little sister was, was watching good. suited for success and i'd seen her watch that it was and I remember, uh, so good i remember thinking good well it looks pretty but i don't think it's for me and then i we sat and watched the entirety of suited for success and i'm just like kind of hanging was, my head to it's feet it's like yeah. yep. so good suited for success had some like amazing comedic timing with its dialogue yes like, it oh great. yeah i Mostly why I put it there is I'm very heavily biased towards uh, songs, and yes, yeah, uh, Super Speedy Size Squeeze 6000 coming immediately after the episode that got me interested was a surefire way to get me into things. Yeah, like, I remember you specifically told me um, you were interested at Last Roundup and got hooked by, by Super C- Speedy Size Squeeze 6000. <laughs> yes! Yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. That, that that's that's like that's the exact same situation with uh with me and Dragon Shy and Return of Harmony Part Two. <laughs> Interesting. Uh which it's funny because I look back at when I first started watching the show. So those are the episodes that hooked me, and I still like those a lot. But I also look back at episodes I used to like a lot, and I'm like, those that wasn't very good. Like I, didn't, oh, I didn't like that episode very much. Definitely, dude. The same thing happened to me. The same, the thing happened to me with um, uh, mystery on the French Friendship Express because yes, I, yes, I, I, I loved, one. I loved that episode, especially as a kid. But like going back to it, I was like, oh man, once you know what's gonna happen, <laughs> it's it's not as engaging. And okay, you guys are gonna hate me, but I made a tweet about this. But the exact same thing happened to me with uh with the Canterlot wedding. Like, uh, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Like, yeah. it's it's still a really, really good episode. But I get that. <laughs> like, I I get that because once once you know the twist, it's not as engaging anymore. Right. And uh, okay, I I don't want to I don't want to spend all my all my time grieving about how uh, how overrated no how that episode is. But like you, you know, like there are there are several moments in um it, or there are several moments in season 1, 2, 3, 4, all those seasons that aren't recent where I feel like uh, man, I feel like I feel like you can really feel how how hard 4 channel was liking the show ironically and before they yeah. caught wind of it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like those are still there's again that's still like exceptional children's programming like definitely oh, yeah yeah for certain I do think that the show like um gets better like as it goes through there's like a slight hiccup in season seven I meant season six season seven is great please don't cancel me in my opinion but like other than that um I feel like the show kind of just got better as it went on. Like some of the early episodes, I, I'm actually 
kind of in a little bit of a different boat because when we went through a bunch of the older episodes, I was like, you know, there there are quite a few of these that I'm actually surprised at how much I like these, but I'm wondering if I'll get the same feeling for later episodes once I get to those because some of my favorite episodes are uh, season six, season seven, like season nine. Um, so one thing I did want to talk about, um, I, first of all, I find it funny that we thought that this um, episode was just going to be complete chaos and the majority and like half of it so far has been just us like discussing G5 and like recalling the good times of friendship is magic. But uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, and um, if you watch my videos, uh, I-, I assume everyone out there has, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm you're all good upstanding citizens. Maybe, may, I've I've seen like your older ones, <laughs> <laughs> but um, in my videos, uh, something because I started thinking. Obviously, um, I don't hold G five in as high regard as Friendship is Magic, although I do enjoy it. And I was trying to think, and I think one of the big reasons is one of the things that made me fall in love with Friendship is Magic was the the world of Equestria itself. Oh yeah, they do a good job world building. I'd say you're talking about like all the uh, all the settings and locations. Yeah, all the settings, locations, even like the animation style, and, like the and like just the look of the world, like. G five Equestria is so boring. I, I think I think it has like room to grow, but yeah, as of right now, yeah. what we have because like we, we have we three locations. Know, like, we only know a couple locations from the movie and the series, but they haven't really like 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 you think about like how's how, what what's the Dragonlands like now because it's in the same universe. So we have all these other locations in mind. Like, what are they like now? You know, like like but like I don't I don't even really. Well, necessarily need them to like revisit old locations like just make some new towns or like add something every episode of make your mark was in uh was in maritime bay <laughs> it, it's it's very it's very sonic boom in that way yeah n- yes. not only do you, not only do you think about the old locations you also crave the new location so it's kind of like you're, you're kind of like stuck starving for like variety in both senses yeah, like i remember in season four of french magic the episode rarity takes manhattan Ooh, where we actually yeah. spend like a whole oh, yeah. episode there and it's just completely different location backdrop animation and i'm just like this is so cool oh yeah and it's just there's nothing in g5 that's had that effect so far really it's just and i gotta i gotta wonder if it ever will because like the, the th- 3D versus 2D. I feel like those locations would be a lot, a, a lot harder to, uh, harder to render. Like, yeah, because they're not gonna, they're not gonna visit locations every single, every single episode. At the you know? same time, though, yeah. I feel like with the 3D animation and the, uh, the uh, power of like you know shading and stuff, I have a feeling they could do some really pretty scenes if they do it right. But yeah, but budgets, budgets are fixed. I'm sure, especially yeah, I'm considering sure. the toy I'm sure sales definitely. and stuff that they've definitely. been having. I, I I have like this this huge like or well, not huge but what I want to see out of G five eventually maybe this is like my pipe dream of is like um a journey to Opaline's castle where wherein they have to like you know venture forth and like I don't know maybe there could be some nostalgia pandering like like I don't know like jump in Ghastly Gorge or something and like oh, get yes. into yes. yeah yeah. And, 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 and like just having a whole a whole season event because that's the thing with um that's the thing with Make Your Mark they have the opportunity to have arcs and like set serialized because yeah. it's serialized now they have Netflix they don't have to like you don't have to wait to catch a new episode and be completely refreshed on the characters you can just jump into a season and yeah. literally binge that entire arc so like if they were to have a journey to the castle I think that could really work yeah definitely 
yeah, I totally 100% agree with you on that. I think I think that'd be like a cool like chapter four finale, maybe or something like that. Just like storming Opaline's castle to like maybe Ooh. rescue uh Misty. Yeah, I could or, definitely or, or, see or, that. Or, res- or what I think what I think is like Sparky gets kidnapped and then they have to rescue and they him, ac- and then they accidentally drop him out the window. I want them to actually <laughs> make Sparky a character at some point, please. Yeah, I want them to yeah, be, make awesome. Sparky no longer a character. So just we are not d- the delete same. him. M- make Sparky like Spike's son or something. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. I <laughs> honestly don't think I wouldn't mind Sparky if, number one, he didn't sound like an old man trying to gargle oatmeal. <laughs> and if, number two, he actually had teeth instead of gums. Yeah. I uh, mean, that, that he is has true. a singular tooth. Sparky is like if Flurry Heart stuck around and also wasn't cute. <laughs> like, hey... I- I give them the Flory Heart, like, as jarring as that addition was, Flory Heart was at least used sparingly. <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, sp- you say sparingly. I think she appeared, like, what, four times? <laughs> yeah, very, <laughs> very sparingly. And it just, and it sucks, because I feel like, I feel like Sparky has neutered Hitch's character, too. Like, that's, Hitch's only purpose is to be his dad. Because, like, here's the thing, like, with Flory Heart, like, she was used very, very sparingly, so we didn't have, like, uh, this deus ex machina just around now. Because Flory is, like, an, an alicorn. They could do so much with her, with that, like, in terms of, like, power, but they didn't. And I respect that. <laughs> uh, I actually ran a YouTube poll, and I asked all of my uh, subscribers, who was the number one character from G4 you'd want to return in G5? And, like, I had, like, Twilight, Celestia, and Luna. I had a bunch of options, but Flurry Heart was actually the number one option that they picked yeah. to reappear. I think, I think because, like, uh, they want to see her as, like, an actual character, maybe. Because, you know, um, if Flurry Heart reappears in, in like, uh, G5, she'd be, like, a fully grown adult at this Ooh, point. I don't know, guys. We're, get, we're probably going to have to hurry this up. I only have about 1,600 hours of uh, recording space left. Oh. Yeah. 1600 I hours? I have five minutes, so. My upcoming video requires so much... F- I was about to swear. No, that's fine. I've I've been swearing. You're fine. <laughs> we encourage I've, it. I, I, I fucking encourage it. <laughs> you don't... You don't... You, uh, language! <laughs> <laughs> when Quantum is the one telling you language. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your mother hacking profanity, you sinner! <laughs> Fuck you! You know there's going to be like an eight-year-old that unsubscribes as soon as he hears Robert say that. I don't want eight-year-olds listening to this podcast. We are like, we are okay. four grown men. Yeah, but we're talking about cartoon horses, so. Okay, I'm not going to mark any of the videos as for kids because that's lame. But at the same time, doesn't like, stop kids. Uh, yeah, I don't want. Are we about to get to another YouTube kids rant, Maynard? No, we're not. Never again. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I talk about MLP Twitter and how they're mad at me all the time? Can I wait, can, can wait, I can actually? I do that? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's go. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's see. Where do I begin? Uh, y'all are stupid. No. Can <laughs> <laughs> I go get some popcorn? It, it's 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 like okay. So I don't know where their expectations lie with the internet. You know. I I I get it, and like you you have every right to be like upset, but you know don't friggin' at people because you're not gonna you're not gonna change anything by you know by like getting mad on Twitter and posting about how your how your moots and how your uh, what are the uh, oomphies how how 
how those fucking guys are gonna like get upset if they see mm-hmm. like Twilight Sparkles cock on your timeline <laughs> or whatever. So, so like, you know, it, again, this stuff happens, but I think there is a very clear give and take with the internet as a whole, wherein like if you agree to be on social media, then you are going to be exposed to all of this shit. Like, yeah, you, you, again, feel free to get mad, but like keep it to yourself because that shit's not going to help anyone. And if you're, if you're getting, if you're getting mad to the point of where you feel like you're going to post about it, then just fucking leave Twitter. It's not going to do you any favors. The unfortunate reality of the internet in any space where there's any form of user generated content, whether that be text, whether that be video, whether that be anything, there are going to be things that you don't want to see there. No matter who you are, um, no matter what space you're in, there are going to be things that you don't want to see or that you shouldn't see if you're a kid. Um, Like, you know. Adult stuff, or if you're right. like, or like even when you go back to the early days of the fandom where there were like anti-bronies and, and stuff. Oh my like, god. There's going to be yeah. pony stuff yeah, literally, on the internet, like, whether you like it or not. R- the r slash place event is what brought the anti-bronies out of Heidi, I swear. Now, that's that's not to say that like going out of your way to make the internet a terrible place is like okay like no, no try th- to make it as like as friendly as possible but like you're asking a lot of people Maynard. yeah exactly that's the thing not everyone is going to uh is going to care <laughs> right i literally said everything i wanted to say in my in my um in my uh what, what was it called again why kids don't belong online video yeah but like twitter's got yeah, pony to, to porn quote, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but to, to, to quote one of my favorite comedians uh james veach oh like, yes the internet has yeah to, the internet has given us access to anything but it's also given anything access to us i fucking love so, james veach yeah uh, he's great. Yeah, I I need to I need to watch more of his stuff. Actually, no, I think I don't think it. I've watched any of his stuff. He's great. I do he, it like his, it's his great. Stick for a while was like scamming scammers, essentially <laughs> screwing with scammers. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. He just wastes their time in the most hilarious I way love, possible. It's great. I do that myself. <laughs> Anyone listening, go watch James Veach. He is hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, I I pretty much agree. Um, in that, like, yeah, go watch Quantum's video. Um, on why kids don't belong online, despite what you might think, it's a very actually the reason I started messaging Quantum was because of that video. We started talking about things a little bit uh, in regards to mm. that, but it, it's uh, I don't mean to like to like stroke your I'm gonna stroke your ego here for a second. Yeah, your video on why kids don't belong online. It's a very like it, it's very straightforward and to the point, and doesn't delve into any like uh big at least in my opinion, any big, like, opinionated stuff. Like, a lot of people who get into this argument are going to bring up... Uh, there are a lot of people whose genuine thoughts are, uh, I don't care if kids are getting exposed to terrible things, but there are also people who are like, I don't uh, I don't care if the internet is an untamable mass. Uh, tame it. There's people on both sides who think very strongly about things who are just it. but your video was very like very clear to the point just these are these are the facts these are the things that kids are going to be exposed to um if right. you let them online 
like my big thing is this falls on the parents. I know that parents can't be like a hundred percent like helicopter parenting is awful. Yeah. Um but like right. talking with your kids about what they're doing online and being around them, like engaging with them with their interests yeah. and things like that, you're gonna have a much higher chance of having a good relationship with your kid and they'll actually listen when they stumble into something that they shouldn't they're more likely to tell you or you'll be around to like to what do you call it damage control yeah they'll trust the you situation more. i feel like um i feel like a big part of that was like because okay this might just be my my 19 year old brain thinking about like the past or something but like it feels like back then parents didn't really know what the internet was or like what, what, how yes. dangerous it really yeah. could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, take, take me for example. You, you heard me like earlier in the video. I was exposed to brony stuff before MLP stuff, meaning I saw like, you know, cupcakes and oh, uh, smile cupcakes and like, uh, smile HD. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, true so I saw, all, I saw all of that stuff and I think I turned out. Uh, relatively fine for someone that's made a video called "Which Main Six Is the Most Thing." <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you gotta get those. <laughs> you gotta get those quick somehow, man. Yeah, I know. But uh, mor moral of the story is that, like, if it, it, uh, this is just me, but like knowing what's knowing what's on the internet right now, I and if if it's not gonna change, I would not let my kid on there. I would, like, I would without only, supervision. I would only let my kid on there when they're like old enough. Yeah, yeah, when they're when they're old enough, or you know, or just like bend down and like accept the fact that like you know there is going to be unsavory content out there, and your child will be exposed to it if they are left uh, if they're left on the internet un uh, unattended. Yeah, it boggles my mind to see these four and five year old kids just like on tablets and laptops, just just free to go yeah, wherever, dude, that, and it's just like. It, how was, messed up is this new generation going to be? No, because, like, that was baffling to me because, like, uh, I didn't get my phone until high school, Same. like, until I was 14, but all of my friends had phones when they were, like, in the fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't get me wrong, like, r slash YouTube kids is, like, a treasure trove of, like, hilariousness, but it shouldn't oh, exist. It should not have to exist, but it does because of this. Yeah. 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 Let's let's not get on to YouTube kids because we could turn we could do an entire episode about that. In fact, Put me we already YouTube have. <laughs> well, we didn't. We had like a segment regarding YouTube kids. Yeah, but we talked about it for like 20 minutes. Yeah, we did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh if you guys haven't yet, um check out Quantum's video on why kids shouldn't belong online. Really uh, informative. Very good. Unless you're a kid, then leave. If you're a kid, then quantum apologists will find you and personally tell you off. I'll, 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 yeet, I'll yeet you out the window like Ambizar wants to do with Sparky. <laughs> Unless you're subscribed to the Out of Our Mains YouTube channel, in which case you're giving us views, so don't... <laughs> uh, we're gonna uh, We're gonna restrict your YouTube access to everything except this particular channel. Exactly. That's what we gotta do. Yeah, see? that's how we get. No the one views. is above the law except me. <laughs> this video is gonna be out before Harmony. It yeah, so this is either gonna come out um, uh, the Wednesday or the Thursday before. I'm still not certain when I want to release it. Um, okay. Yeah, so this this episode is gonna be coming out right before Harmony Con. Unfortunately, Robert's not gonna. I'm be not there. gonna be there. Um, 
But ah, that's uh, unfortunate. But me, Ambi, and Quantum are all going to be look, there. Remember, so, remember uh, to look yeah. for the guy. Yeah, look for the guy. <laughs> that's like an old joke from back when you went to um uh, that. Uh, I can't remember which con you went to, but it was no, it was Harmony Con that I made that joke last last year. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, I know, Ambi, you're driving there. Yes, I was gonna, I was gonna drive there with a friend, but he had to cancel. Uh, due to like financial issues, uh, Quantum, are you are you flying? Are you driving? What's what's your situation? I'm flying. It, my my grandma's birthday is going to be like uh, a few days after, and she lives in Houston, so oh. you know it it, it it just sort of worked oh, out my, that that's way. Awesome. Oh, my mother used well, to live hey, in Houston. Hey. And be sorry, I expect you to give me full Uber service. Well, I mean, I already have two people staying in my hotel room with me, <laughs> well, so we, I don't well, know. Pay him, it's going to cost you one collab. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give you, I'll give you. What's the G five currency? Is it still bits? I don't know. Wait, have we? We never. That was never established. Uh, their, their faces are. I think they have like separate currencies. Probably. Okay. Well, man, I can, I can almost guarantee you. If you don't know, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm. We're just gonna assume it's still bets. Yeah. So, Ambi, we're we're piling ten people into your car to go see Puss in Boots on Sunday, right? I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I'd be down to do that. I just, I don't know what, uh, what kind of plans are gonna work out. I mean, I know I'm doing something Thursday night. I'm like having dinner with um a bunch of people, but I don't know about Sunday night. Well. I know, like, it's, like, Minty Root and Paramare are gonna be there. I just, I don't know. I don't know how many people it's gonna I be. I wonder if I can force myself into this, since I'm gonna be flying in Thursday afternoon. I wonder if I can force myself into, hey, guys. Hey, guys, have you heard of the Outer Remains podcast? <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine you sitting right next to Minty Root, just within a podcast episode, on your phone. Just, yeah, right? just like this is the good part. I've got a trench coat, and it just has tablets with the Out of Our Maids podcast on them. Hey, kid, and Quantum. Just so you know, you're on you're on the team now. You have to advertise it just as thoroughly as the rest of us. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you signed the contract. <laughs> uh, every time you meet somebody in Dallas and you don't tell them about this podcast, you lose an organ. So. Cool. Starting with wow. starting with the least important ones, going to the most important. The I was thinking we start with the most important. We just remove your skin. <laughs> oh, the out of our the out of our organs. The out podcast. of our organs. <laughs> out out of our out of our brains podcast. Oh, that's good. Out of our brains. That's pretty good. Out um, with your well, organs. I mean, call that the Halloween. It's special. already kind of a pun on out of our minds, so it works. Now, HarmonyCon's going to be a good time. Uh, Quantum, are you on any panels? I know you're on the uh, the G or the new generation of YouTubers panel. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on that one. No others. Uh, but like, it's it's weird that my first convention going experience is going to be me doing a panel. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, hey, what an experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how that I don't know how that will frame my reference for other for other conventions, but like. It ought to be a thing. <laughs> if I can, if I can get a community guest spot as a panel, I, there is no doubt in my mind that you could have done the same. I'm glad you didn't apply. <laughs> this guy right here can do it. Anyone can. Wow, poor Ambi. Now the thing is, he's right though. It's like I have so many people that are going that just didn't apply to be community guests, and I'm just like, that's the reason I made it is because you didn't apply. I'm gonna wait to to apply for a community guest thing until um. Until all three of us are going to a convention. Yeah, gotcha. Bro, this this podcast is going to take off and they're going to pay us. 
Like, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. They're going to cover there the expenses, if only. Yep. And become the biggest podcast in the world and make hundreds of billions of dollars every day. I might have talked about this in the last episode, but it is, you know, um, Harmony Con, it's one of those. It's been this way for at least the last couple of years. It's. You know, a lot of conventions, especially like Everfree and BabsCon, they put a lot of their resources into like a special guests, like voice actors and writers and things of the like. Right. HarmonyCon yeah. is much more on the side of their like, they put a lot more into their community guests. But it's crazy because uh, there's, if you look at the community guest list this year, there's a lot of smaller creators, myself very much included. And they don't have, they don't have like AC Race Best or any like the Bronies Rat crew. They don't even have like Silver Quill. And so it's kind of crazy because they're very obviously they're leaning on, you know, uh, fresh blood and like more new on the scene creators. And I'm kind of like curious to see how that's going to work out for them when it comes to like attendance and all of that. Because I think that could be an exciting step for other conventions if they kind of mirror that. Yeah, like I, I don't know about I don't know about you guys or like most people out there, like speaking to the general uh, the general people watching this. But like uh, I have not like. I've not watched a lot of uh, old older brony YouTubers. Like really? I, 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 yeah, no, because I, I, I watched, oh, I, I watched a new generation, or I uh, no, I, I watched in 2021, then like moved on to a new generation, and I feel like I'm sort of, uh, I'm not over like old uh, older videos, but I certainly don't feel any, uh, feel any, uh, like you know connection to those uh to those older YouTube. I, like I've seen bronies yeah. react, yeah, but that's oh, yeah. like that's like the upper limit of my of my knowledge. Well, no, no, that's not true. I've seen some Silver Quill videos and some uh, Little Shy videos, but I have no urge to, like, watch them. I, I want to find, like, new creators and stuff. I'm about in the same boat nowadays. Like, there are some people that I still watch a lot of their um, a lot of their videos, but I don't go back and watch older, like, uh, G4 videos that often anymore. It's mostly new creators like, uh, like Shunks or, like, yeah, like, but yeah, Andy, you and uh, Quantum. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other people that I've fallen out. I th I think I still watch Little Shy and Tridashi. Uh, if, if I can recommend people, uh, friggin' three three YouTubers that I really think like deserve more subscribers than me. Uh, the out of our mains podcast. Uh, the out of our mains no, podcast. No, no, no. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, go go. It's uh, it's um, uh, Banquo Zero for one yes. thing. Yes, because uh, he's like one of the people that I watched uh, that inspired me to do YouTube. Then um, Gator Goat Johnny, I think he makes like really, really good analysis. And good. um, yes, yeah, he, he he's he's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. And um, and uh, Cartoon Phil or like Phil Oxen. Oh my I think his gosh, name is. Cartoon I, Phil is what he's going by. I now. met Cartoon Phil like he yeah he used to be Phil Oxen. I met Phil at Harmony Con last year. And he he is such a good guy. He makes such re he makes such insane content. Yeah, du dude's hilarious. Yes. Like he he's more of a D he's more DWK than I am, and that's 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 that's, that's saying, saying something. something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I actually have no idea if Phil's going to be at HarmonyCon this again this year, but I hope he is. He's actually doing like mostly interviews and stuff when he was there last year. But yeah, I actually went um went went and had dinner with him Sunday Sunday uh, evening, and yeah, he's a great guy. He's hilarious. Yeah, like, like, watch, watch his videos. Watch the, uh, the Let Me Explain series. Like, it's just such dry. I love dry comedy, and he, his videos are so. They're like the Sahara Desert, dude. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Gotta love that. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't um heard of either of them. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd heard of 
uh Banquo. Banquo's very good. Um but yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check them out. I need to follow more <laughs> more content creators cuz and nowadays most of the YouTube that I watch honestly most of it has nothing to do with pony. Um like there are some people that I I watch their uploads uh, when they happen, but I, I don't watch too much YouTube pony stuff except um like all whenever Shunks comes out with a new video, like I'll I'll download her video and listen to it at work. Um like the um cuz she does like really long form content. Speaking of uh YouTube How'd you get your start on YouTube, Quantum? I know that DWK is a big inspiration for you, but uh, but other than that, like, when did you start? Like, did you have any experience with it before Ponies? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. All right. Okay. So, no. uh, <laughs> so when I was doing my first watch of uh, My Little Pony in 2021, uh, like, partway through season one, I realized that there was a continuity error between, like, the... um between four episodes and like their seasons uh, like uh between like what seasons they take place in in the year oh yeah and i was yeah. like okay so if i if i notice this then i might as well make like the definitive timeline because whenever i get invested into something i always do something completely like unnecessary and elaborate mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that happens like every single time in a fandom so like the timeline was that and uh I start. I started keeping track of all the episodes, and then figured, oh, hey, uh, I could probably do YouTube off of this because I, I had I, I've had editing experience for like what since eighth grade. So okay, yeah. So so it just seemed a given because I, I've always I've always liked editing, and I've always been quote unquote funny, <laughs> as in like I've always tried too hard. But um, I feel it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to do YouTube based off of that. And the first video that I made had several iterations. Like I, I, I genuinely wanted to be like a DWK ripoff. First of all, uh, when I was doing, I, I have the script of, um, it was a totally legit recap of G1. Uh, oh. and, and that script is bad. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't lie about that. Like, it was, it's not a good script. And then there's this YouTuber named, uh, Jan Misely, and he, he makes like these really educational videos. And okay. I thought, oh, hey, I could do the same form of content, but just about like My Little Pony. And then I realized that'd be kind of boring. So I, I just decided to like buckle down, get like my heavy ass blanket over myself record into my iPhone 8 and just make that the make that the first video and the rest is history. I didn't really expect for it to, you know, pop off in the way that it did. I just wanted to like have something to have something to do. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I yeah. I have massive respect for the like jumping into uh a fandom and doing something just huge and crazy because i'm the kind of person i'm usually kind of the like go with the flow kind of person i just kind of like i primarily uh i i primarily watch content i don't really make much like i've tried jumping into making stuff this podcast is basically it yeah i have a channel where i've done some basic stuff but like i don't get I'm not usually the kind of person who goes and like uh, does a bunch of like documentation but I f- I feel you in the like 
I'm in this, I'm going to learn everything about it. Um, although mine right. is usually shorter bursts. They'll be like, this month, I'm learning how to... Uh, I'm learning everything there is to know about, uh, say, DuckTales. Or, say, um, like, Team Fortress 2. Paper Mario, Undertale, yeah. Oh, Undertale. Yeah. Oh, boy. Undertale took over my life in the seventh oh, grade. Yes. I, I, I've, I've never played Undertale, love, ever. Love Undertale. Andy! Out of our mains, I've let's never play Channel. Undertale. Kill him! Undertale. How, how and people, I don't I, play it, too. Low-key, low how would people react to that, though, if we made a Let's Play Channel? <laughs> Let's do it right now. Oh, goodness. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to Out of Our Mains. Uh, welcome to Out of Our Games Out of podcast. Our, out of yeah, our Games. Welcome, welcome to Out of go, Our Games, out of our games. YouTube channel, where we force Ambazar to play games that he hasn't. <laughs> We'd It'll be a cold day you know where before I sit and play Undertale. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to sit and play it. You can just watch one of us play it if you really want to. No, we're making him play it. He has to experience uh, it. Fair. But yeah, um, something I did want to say, um, I remember... Um, cause I've been talking to, uh, Quantum for a while now. Um, I can't remember if we started talking, it was, uh, Twitter DMs when we started talking, right? Uh, most likely, yes. But yeah, I remember, um, I can't remember if, like, you messaged me or what, but I remember, um, I, we talked for a while and then I finally went over to your YouTube channel and I started watching, um, I started watching some of your stuff and I remember just watching this and I'm like, this is really well done. And at this point you only had like a couple hundred subscribers. Aww. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, if I'm like, if the if the algorithm like gets this, like this is gonna catch on. And then, um, right before well, I left for Harmony Con last year, um, or no, it was right before Everfree, right before Everfree. Um, you you put your video right. out. Remember when Spike was a pony? Yeah, that that was the one. Yeah, that and, was was the one. and um, yeah. within like I think like eight hours of you posting that, probably no, probably a few hours. I uh commented. I'm just like, bro, this is so well done. Like this is gonna get huge. Mark my words. And then yeah, by the time that weekend did, was yeah. over and I was back from the convention, it was at over a hundred thousand views, and you had like two to three times the amount of subscribers that I, I did. Yeah, it it was it was it was it was four it was four days where I jumped from like I think it was three hundred seventy five to four thousand. Yeah, gosh. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, uh, surprisingly, a lot of people in Finland Finland saw it, which is like appropriate considering that's where the book came from. Meanwhile, with our podcast, our most viewed thing is a short that got like a couple hate comments. Our first hate comment. YouTube shorts are an interesting thing because YouTube pushes them hard. Dude, no, seriously. Like the the first video I made got like a few hundred views. The first short I made got like well over a thousand, two thousand yeah. views. Yep. And I got no subscribers our off our of that, which is interesting. Short is like one point one thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it's it's such a weird part of the YouTube algorithm that shorts are so effective yet so ineffective at the same I time. I think the big yeah. reason they're pushed is because I think YouTube sees that as their way of competing with TikTok. Yeah, yeah. 100%. When it comes to like shorter, more like quote unquote mindless content. Yeah. Meanwhile, TikTok is like I um when I I at Everfree I was um at a how to YouTube panel panel with like Saber Spark and AC Race Best and all of them, and Saber Spark was kind of late. That's funny because YouTube is pushing shorts and stuff to compete with TikTok, and TikTok is doing like something to try and like promote people to basically make longer videos to try and like compete with YouTube, and it's like and yeah. like can you guys not just like stay in your niches, <laughs> stay in your lanes, bro? Guys, just kiss already. <laughs> um, it's just just make tick tube. Tick -tube. Do it. 
No, take two, um, we'll take over the planet. It's just funny how much like corporations are going to copy each other back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Now, it's not always a bad thing. I would love it if Disney saw the um the massive success of DreamWorks' few last films and did a film similar in vain to Puss in Boots. I would love that. Please take some pages out of DreamWorks' books, Disney. But anyways. <laughs> Bro, when it comes to like uh quality of the stuff they've made in the last five years, DreamWorks is like teabagging on Disney right now. It's crazy, isn't it? The thing is, DreamWorks is essentially, like, formed out of spite for Disney. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing, right? Because, like, okay, so we were talking about this before the podcast, but I've never seen a Shrek movie. Uh, because I, I think part of, okay, part of the reason is that, like, I just can't watch movies and, like, sit down for them. I, I don't know. Like, sit, sit down of my own volition. But another reason is that, like, I feel like I've always had some sort of weird disposition towards DreamWorks movies. Wherein, like, they're Disney but they have more emphasis on, like, celebrities and stuff, and, like, you know, that's just, more that's generic plots. That's just been plots. with movies in general up, lately. Yeah, but, like, up in, up until recently, I've realized a spike in quality that can't be denied, and, yeah, you're right, it is coming from DreamWorks, which I am absolutely befuddled by. W- will this make me watch their movies? I don't know, but I'm I'm definitely closer. I'm coming up to your hotel room at HarmonyCon. We're sitting down and we're watching the entire Shrek franchise, except for the one that doesn't exist. We won't watch that one. There's only only three movies, uh, Shrek 1, 2, and Forever After. And there's the Puss in Boots movies. Okay, I hate to to interrupt the flow we have going on here. Um, This may be a bit too meta, but considering that Maynard has given us the green light over the past few weeks to talk about whatever we want... Um, I have this person that I do not recognize, and they messaged me on Discord just now for the first time, and they said, hello, and then they put a uh, gif of Daisy from Super Smash Brothers, and then they just said, my Kieran YouTuber. Okay, here's the thing, guys. If you're if you're listening, and you're the type of person who goes in a Discord server and sees like a content creator that you really like, it is really awesome that... Uh, to hear that you like stuff that we make. Um, but starting a conversation with us by opening a DM and saying hi, it doesn't really do anything. <laughs> like, it, it it can be kind of Awkward, uncomfortable because it's hard to, like, respond. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the most we can respond with is hello. I love talking to people. I... I don't shut up. <laughs> like, hey, and hey, if you see him at HarmonyCon, I'm sure he'd be fine with you approaching him. Don't put that on me. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, like, very big. Like, I love talking with people. Um, oh, yeah. Just in general, but... It, it's 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 interesting. Like, uh, I'm social when I want to be. So you're an ambivert. A- a- Ambi? What did you just call me? And and no, an, an, an ambivert <laughs> is a mix between an extrovert and an introvert. Uh, not not really, because I'm an introvert by default, definitely. But like, I can be extroverted if I have enough interest or if I am like just forced into that situation. But like like uh, if I'm if I'm if someone's messaging me online, I'm gonna be like, <sighs> yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm kind of in a like, in a similar vein, where in general, like, 
In general social situations, I am very awkward. I don't understand how to um how to initiate conversations or like I hate like parties and that sort of thing. Like oh there there are times where I'm good with that if I know a lot of people there or like with PonyCon specifically, I find it's a lot easier uh for me to like socialize, but like going to a big group gathering where there are groups of people already talking, like I have tried just like walking up and being like, "Hey, I'm in this conversation now." Um, but then it's just like stand there and listen and look back and forth between the people that are talking. Like, all right, this is cool. You guys are talking about um people who make like pop songs, and you guys are talking about sports ball. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because, like, uh, I'm I'm sort of kind of in that same boat where, like, okay, if if I am in a situation where I need to socialize, I feel like I'm good. Like, I, 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 I'm fairly, I'm fairly competent in my ability to talk with people whom I'm not familiar with, but deep down inside, I feel like I never really want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe part of it is just me being... Like my my mean my mean old self or something. But I don't know. It's like uh, it's like um, uh, I don't know. Talk, talking to my people or to my people talking to people of my own volition is talking something to that your is people. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, bro. Oh God. I I don't know how BronyCon or not BronyCon. I don't know how HarmonyCon is gonna be because like it's 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 like the same situation there. I'm probably I'm probably gonna engage. But I'm also probably gonna hate myself afterwards, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. You'll figure it out. You'll figure out a balance. The best thing that I do when I feel the most comfortable uh, at a convention, honestly, is following someone around who's been there before. Uh, that's oh, what I've been doing at these past two conventions. I um, uh, Databyte actually, he's in. Uh, he's in the server. He's been on the podcast. But yeah, he's been around the fandom for a very long time, has been going to conventions since like 2011 or something like that. Um, and it feels like he knows literally everybody. So like the past two conventions I've been to, I just follow him around the entire thing like a lost puppy. But I end up meeting so many like so many interesting characters and going off on my own at different points and stuff. It's a it's a good time. Huh. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I might, I might follow suit with that. So, uh, Ambizar, uh, <laughs> get ready for, get ready for me to hover. Are we just going to have a conga line going through the entire, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, it's not going to be a conga line. I'm just going to stalk you like Twilight and like Twilight did with Pinky. <laughs> there we oh go. my God. Is it, it, it Am Ambizar, do you have like some sort of like Ambi sense? Um, I'm probably going to have to develop one for this weekend specifically. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that because you do like it seems like you are some form of clairvoyant ambi because uh what was it uh last harmony con you mentioned you had said okay next harmony con i'm definitely gonna be a community guest and now here you are and then you go on quantum's video and say oh this is gonna blow up if if the uh, if the algorithm catches wind, and lo and behold, the next day. So what I need to do is <laughs> I need to say I need to my next video I post. And go, okay, this is gonna blow up, and then just wait for profit. 
Because I'm not going to lie. Are you clairvoyant or do you manifest it? I don't don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure how it works. I have to do some experimentation. But I remember, like, when I saw your video, when I saw your video blow up, like, on one hand, I was just like, oh, that's so good. You know, he definitely deserves it. But on the other hand, I'm just like, I feel so demotivated now. Why can't that be me? I know. That's... I I don't because that's that's what I mean. Like okay, I for for the record, I am not satisfied with my quality of content right now. Like I need to get way better. I'm not either. In terms of in terms of like you know, I I I, there's always that little twinge of guilt that's just like oh wow, this is this is what you guys like. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's always the video that you don't expect to blow up that blows. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the interesting thing, right? Because like. Okay, for the record, I kind of expected my Spike video to blow up, kind of, because like it it had it had the good title was like remember when Spike was a pony? You'd think it'd be like developmental notes, but it's actually me talking about like the uh, the book, which you probably haven't heard of, which compels you to keep watching, and then it and then it goes into a huge rant about like you know uh, the racial motivations of Equestria and how that is like sort of handled sloppily. Like I yeah. feel like that was I feel like that's a good premise for a video and oh, I, yeah, I I knew yeah I knew I knew it blew I knew it would kind of blow up but not as much as it did but <laughs> at the same time I'm I'm glad that that's the video that that blew up and not something stupid like uh like I don't know unleash the wop if you guys remember that <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> this is a little piece of advice for like anyone starting YouTube like. If you're going to, uh, and this is just something I figured throughout common sense, it's not like I have, like, much experience or anything, but if you're going to, like, make a, a certain style of content that you want to be known for, keep your content relatively consistent, or at least, like, have a good, have, have your most popular video be a good jump in point, and, like, a- anticip- anticipate it at least a little bit, because... Y- what I think the mentality of the average viewer is, is that they're going to, they're going to see your video that blew up. They're going to go to your channel and they're going to see if you have any other videos that blew up or any, any more popular videos. And if they don't see any videos in the same style of the video that they, that they like, they're going to leave. So that's why, that's why I'm pretty happy that the spike video blew up because like I, I by that point I had my Equestria Girls video out. I had my, um, my three completely serious analysis uh, analysis videos out, so I felt I felt like those were uh, they all gave rather good context to the kind of comedy that I wanted to do. But you know, if something like Equestria Girls, but nothing happens for three minutes, blew up, then I'd be kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that. All right, you gotta so, find your audience. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, you gotta find your niche. Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, is finding something that you either do better than everybody else or something that no one else has ever done before. Yeah. On that, like, I want to keep doing live action sketches, but I definitely want to um, diversify my content a little bit more and maybe try some new things because my, my channel's still kind of in its infancy, so I kind of want to maybe experiment a bit more. Yeah. 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 But definitely, definitely not right now. I think in the next few months, I might start trying some other approaches, but. Yeah, I think the, um, a good reason that your stuff is going well is not... I can't think of anyone else who does uh, your style of content, Ambi. Like, live live action 
uh, MLP related sketches because there are people who do like live action uh, skits and such. But yeah, not 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 anyone in the Pony fandom, as far as I'm aware. I, I think uh, there, there was um, there was uh, Reminiscent Violet. Yes, Rem, uh, Rem does yeah. stuff. Does live action? Stuff. Oh, you're right. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. You were the first person I found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same situation. Like, you were the first person I found that did the skits. Even with Rem, he's started, if I remember correctly, he started branching out a bit as well. Like, he started doing uh, your style of content, but is now um, doing some different stuff. He's kind of doing what I'm probably going to be attempt to do in the relative near future. He's kind of experimenting with different things, trying to find what he likes the best. But yeah, when it comes to the majority of my content, I'm going to be dead honest. Um, for the majority of my stuff, I, I'm i a huge fan of uh, the Bronies React series from AC Race Best. Mm-hmm. And like, that's that's probably one of my biggest dreams is to be like on actual Bronies React. And AC Race Best is well aware of that, which is probably why he's scared of me. <laughs> but um, yep, I would think it would be their bag of ham. But yeah, that too. That probably has something to do with it. But when I started my channel and those types of videos, literally the driving force behind it was me like, what if I could do like something like that, but it's just me. Yeah, and then I think right. I kind of combined that with some other like sketch, uh, YouTube sketch and a comedian YouTubers that I saw. And I just kind of settled into about what I have going right Cause now. Cause it's, it's interesting that you say that like Bronies react is a huge, like, uh, inspiration or you, you it consider is the, yourself it is the like biggest... ripping off. You consider yourself ripping off, like, Bronies React, but I don't really see that because of how different your stuff is. Yeah, to to an, to an extent, definitely. I mean, I mean, my main series on my channel is called How Bronies Reacted. Let's, let's be real. That's, yeah, the title, definitely. I love how the episode that we have Quantum on, we all just end up talking about ourselves and not letting him... I, I promote <laughs> narcissism. Yes, <laughs> yes let's go! They call me <laughs> in the club. They call me quantum narcissist. <laughs> yes, bro. The thing is, I keep making these jokes about how I'm how I consider myself the most important part of the Out of Our Mains podcast. I'm just waiting for people to catch on to the fact that I'm being serious, <laughs> bro. You edit, bro. You edit everything. You 100 percent are like <laughs> no. Um, I do, I do edit stuff, but it's definitely the group dynamic that brings people in. Anyways, is there anything that we didn't touch on? Because we've been recording for two hours. Yeah, it's almost two hours. I was about to say, like, how long are we going to do this session? Uh, I, I don't know if you still want to talk about Equestria Girls. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do want to talk about Equestria Girls. So, um, when I first thought about, um, like, reaching out to you, like, seeing if you wanted to be on the show. Um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up is like, (sighs) what is the deal with Equestria Girls? It seems so like divisive, I guess. Am I using that right? It it seems very like, very controversial in the fandom. There are people who lament the existence of Equestria Girls, um, but there are also people who are very big, like, huge fans of it and some people that say like some of the um like a majority of the eqg content is better than friendship is magic um Mm. (laughs) i i don't know if you agree with that one but i was talking with someone recently who put make your mark chapter one above like five seasons of fim and i'm like 
What the hell? Okay? <laughs> what kind of brain damage does that I person have? I, I won't uh I won't reveal them, but if they're listening, they No, know. that's that's the you kind know. of exposure you know we need out in the open. Like these people need to be on a list. Yeah. <laughs> what kind like what what kind of list? Like just a watch list? Just a watch list? A hit list. Yeah. My hit list. Your hit list. <laughs> No, they're they're a good friend of mine, and despite despite their bad tastes, despite but, how um, wrong they are. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad if they hear this. Be like, oh, <laughs> no, uh, you had it coming when you decided to share your ranking of all the MLP related content with the world. But yeah, so what? Like, because I know you're a fan of EQG. You've watched all the EQG stuff. The rest of us have seen the movies at the very least. Yeah, I don't think any of us are super into it what what like got you invested in ekg and what's like what's the main appeal basically of, like, the, the why though other things <laughs> yeah okay well first of all i should say that the movies are definitely the worst part of equestria girls which like, is there are because i like the are, movies <laughs> really okay because like there are good moments in the movies especially like rainbow rocks and oh, yeah. friendship oh, yeah. games and yeah but like Gen- generally speaking, like the first movie is pretty, pretty bad. If not, uh, uh, not bad, me- mediocre. But like, then again, I'm also speaking from the bad pers- for yeah. FIM standards. Yeah, and like, uh, I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who was again nine when Equestria Girls came out. So yeah. like that, uh, I'm definitely definitely a lot more lenient on it. Uh, but like looking back on it now, like it, it's definitely, you know, not a good, not a good story. Uh, it, it's, it's something that I feel like, uh, it's very, I'm hoping it's going to do this, or I'm hoping G5 is going to follow in Equestria Girls' footsteps, wherein it started out pretty mediocre and then incrementally gets better and then just becomes like, well, should I call it amazing? It definitely like, you know, very, very high quality. Like the the specials are where Equestria Girls really hits its stride, and yeah, no, that that that's uh, that's that's my stance because I can just see the gears in your head turning. It's like if I call Equestria Girls a masterpiece, will I get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I I need I need to address something because this is this is something that Twitter has ran with. I like Sunset Shimmer. Don't get me wrong, she's my favorite character in, like, all of Friendship is Magic, but the gap between her and Pip is not that big, <laughs> for Pip the record. might honestly really? be my favorite main five at this point, and I never thought I'd say that after the movie. I, yeah. you know, what's weird, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I was super big Hitch advocate for the movie, even, like, I, I still think he's my favorite character in the comics, um, in Make Your Mark, he had a few, like, he's had a few good one-liners, but, like, he's a very different character, and Pip is the only character, I would say at least, um, maybe people can disagree, but I feel like all the other characters kind of downgraded, but Yes, like, Pip, all the other characters have been watered down. Yeah, from the movie to everything else, I feel like Pip shot up. Yeah. Um, like, She's a much better character in uh Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh have you, you guys can... listened to the to the uh to the My Little Pony podcast? I only the clips that you guys yes! Oh my gosh. Couple. I've listened yes! to a couple. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's 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 great. Like it provides so much like character depth. Like 
I love the first episode. It really sets the scene because like it humanizes Sunny so well. And like, actually like her performance there, uh, what was her name? Uh, 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 Jenna Warren. Yeah. Sunny is her yeah. performance of Sunny there is like so real. And then like going from like Izzy, she sounds incredibly real. And then you, you get insight on like Posey and the pipsqueaks and like, man, I'm really excited for season two because like that, that's a genuinely like, a genuinely like really good uh really good like 20 or not 20 13 minute uh listening experience yeah my only gripe with them is how short they are yeah because usually when i listen to podcasts i listen to them while i'm at work <laughs> and i can listen to the entire thing uh in an hour <laughs> so it's like uh but um no i did really i don't know why i forgot to mention that yeah genuinely like the podcast isn't anything like crazy it's it, like if you're if you're one of those people who's waiting for g5 to turn into friendship is magic the podcast is not that it's just very cute very real um and like very well done um i personally think that that's my favorite part of g5 outside of the movie uh is that podcast i i think it's like it's yeah no it's actually it might be my favorite other than like the uh the the kids books not not the comics the 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 kids comics cuz i i oh. for, for what for what they are for what they are i think they are great they're great kids books but um interesting yeah uh, uh g uh the g5 podcast listen to it it's awesome yeah my little pony the podcast am, am i going to get crucified for promoting another podcast on this podcast yeah, we have to take you out back but and we shoot We can wait till after. Um, <sighs> no, it's okay. I've I've talked about that podcast on this podcast it's before. Podcastception. Yeah, I talked about the semi perfect podcast on one of our episodes, and I've been missing like three fingers ever since. <laughs> well, you don't have fingers. You. Have I mean, words. I talked about how I binged the entire thing over the course of three months. So, <laughs> if any, if anyone should be dragged out into the street and shot. Uh, it would be me. Okay. Next episode. Let me get. Okay. Let me get the shot. Let me. Let me get the gun. All right. Next episode. All right, Goodbye, guys, Maynard. Next episode, he's not gonna be here. It's just gonna be me and Ambi. Have fun editing two and a half hours of footage. Ah! <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I do really enjoy that podcast, and because of that podcast and the stuff around, like the whole like. Thing with Jazz Hooves ears missing. I just uh, think that's hilarious. I, I, love I genuinely that. feel like <laughs> Jazz Hooves is my favorite character in G five. Yeah, no, that's 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 completely valid. Jazz is like the derpy of G five with, uh, with the animation error. In a way, yeah, but she's also like it's not like literally just like a carbon copy. She's actually a character. Yeah, Derpy was someone that the fandom turned into a character, which is cool in its own right. But Jazz Hooves has her own character. She's like, she's bubbly, but she's kind of like, she's somewhat shy, somewhat unsure of herself. But like, when she gets going, she's like, you know, it, uh, her and Pip just work really well together for a podcast. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's, it's great. It's so good. I'm upset that I have not seen a single piece of Jazz Hooves merch at any convention I've been to. That's why Tazbro's toy sales are down right there. Exactly. They are not there capitalizing. All right, Hasbro, if you're listening, we we we've solved your problem. We know you're listening, Hasbro. We know you're listening. <laughs> you know, we are the biggest podcast. We have quantum apologists on here. We know you're listening. 
I have oh, yeah. so much political power in North Korea, you don't even know, Hasbro! <laughs> We've been recording for about two hours, so I think it's about time we start yeah. wrapping up. Right. Before before we do, I have one more question I have to ask Quantum while we have him on here. Uh, okay, yes. What color is Ambazar's underwear? No. None. What? Oh. Anyways, <laughs> Ambi, go. What's your question? Okay. Well, first of all, I want to hear the answer to that question, see if he guessed right. You said none. Uh, my answer is none. <laughs> oh no, I am wearing underwear. Good. Damn it. Good. Okay. I mean, good. Anyway, I mean, good. Andy, but damn I it. I thought you learned from last time. We're supposed to be doing these fully nude. We're trying to work on our pony cosplays. You have to do it nude, man. Um. So my question. Oh. I'm going to ignore everything I just heard. <laughs> so my question for Quantum is: Yes or no? Would you want an Equestria Girl style human adaptation for G5? Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's no like hesitation. there's really? there's so m- there's so much potential with that um with that with that style for Equestria Girls, and I I feel like um okay I'll, I don't know how much nostalgia pandering would be in Equestria Girls G five, but like they already have the um they already have the comics, they already have Tell Your Tale, they already have Make Your Mark, they already have the podcast. You can go like whole hog on just like all these all these branches of G5 content because G5 is already like, so I wouldn't say disconjointed, but it, it already has so many ways of, um, of like getting people, uh, it already has so many methods of accessibility where like, there's many moving parts. Yeah. So like just having, just having a question for girls, not only would that satisfy like, well, me, but you know, a lot only of, pe- a lot of other people's desire, <laughs> maybe only me. I don't know. But <laughs> Look, maybe, maybe I just want to see them go to high school, and maybe I just want to see Sunset Shimmer be a teacher again. You know, it's just maybe, maybe a little Ooh. bit of follow up there. Ooh. Maybe actually, actually question. Yeah. Maybe EQG needs a proper ending. Yeah, hashtag hey, save MLP. This- no. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we didn't even talk about that last episode. We brought it up, and I wanted to. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's too late, and we but probably say, we've been going over two say. hours at this point. Yeah, I yeah. think we've about yeah, crammed yeah. as much in here as we can. <laughs> Apply everything I said about MLP Twitter to save MLP. <laughs> oh no. Okay, but worse, right? Uh, I yes. still don't. I still don't know what happened there, but that's probably for the best. Okay, this. Okay, this time after we finish recording, Robert, we'll clue you in on Save MLP Quantum. If you're able to stick around, you're probably the best person to do this. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm educated. That I do have a PhD in. You have a PhD in Save MLP. <laughs> in Save MLP. <laughs> That's the worst. I mean, PhD I'm blocked by them on Twitter, so I consider that an achievement. All right. So, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, so we've got a few things that we do at the end of every episode. Um, one thing we do is we ask a, uh, we ask a question of the episode. And I think the last question that Ambie asked, I think that's a really good question. Would you like to see an, uh, an Equestria Girls version of G5? Or like an Equestria Girls style spinoff for G5? Uh, and tell us how you would want it to go if you would want it to be 3D, 2D, um, that sort of thing. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, as well as we always have people send us, um, pictures. So right now, uh, the pictures that people sent us last week, um, on Twitter, I believe those were pictures of a gaming console. Um, if anybody submitted that, those will be flashing on screen right now, uh, as well as any fan art, uh, that we've received. We've received a good amount of fan art between last episode and this one. Um, 
that'll be on screen as well as um hey quantum uh-huh. what do you what so at the end of every episode we have people send us on twitter like a picture of some random like household item we've done uh game consoles we've done like uh candles we've done all sorts of things what should people send us a picture of on twitter bass guitars that's very specific okay that's that's too specific uh, then, send us a picture of a guitar. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no. S- send a picture of uh, of Colgate toothpaste if you have it specifically. If you have Crest, if you have Crest, don't speak to me. It needs to be Colgate toothpaste. Colgate uh, I think now. I heard a gunshot outside my house. Oh, oh, oh! Someone really doesn't like Colgate. Crest Master Race is out here tonight. Cre- the Crest Master Race. We need to ally with the Sensodyne! <laughs> we do! Oh, crap! Uh, well, this has been educational. I don't know. <laughs> this has been something, for sure. Anyways, guys, so if you have a picture of... Uh, are we doing toothpaste or are we doing guitars? Uh, the toothpaste, doing toothpaste. 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 Send us a picture of your toothpaste next to a guitar. No, uh, just toothpaste is fine. Oh, wow. Well, I'll follow you back if you do that. I'll follow you I'll follow you if you send a picture of toothpaste next to a guitar. Ooh, Colgate toothpaste next guy. to a bass it's guitar. It's that easy. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. It's that easy. Just, okay, you just gotta go to Goodwill and find a guitar for really cheap. That's the first yeah, thing Yeah, that's I your do. problem. <laughs> um... No, so yeah, send those to us on Twitter uh, out of our mains using the hashtag mainpod, or you can send them to our uh, our hashtag sendpics channel on our Discord. We'll have a link to that in the description. Um, and if you do that, your picture will appear on uh, next episode around the time we start talking about pictures. And if you join the Discord, you have a chance of maynard congratulating you in person in person yeah i'll show up to you i might show up to your house and shake your hand um, and then you'll be invited on the next episode of out of our mains possibly you'll yeah. be given one trillion yeah dollars. and let's not forget you'll 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 get a very special check um of our entire podcast um earnings um of zero dollars and zero i've cents. already sent out a few checks like that um anyways yeah, thank you guys for watching. And if you're going to talk about the show, use the hashtag mainpod. Uh, be sure to follow Quantum Hippologist on Twitter. I believe it's at Quantum Hippolog. Yes. Right? Without the IST. Um, and yeah, sub to him on YouTube. Anything else you'd like to promote? Uh, ooh. Uh, all right. Make sure to check out my pony fans. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your pony fans. I got pictures of Twilight. Aren't we all if you pony know what fans? I'm saying. If you think about it, not that kind of pony fan. Speak for yourself. End it. Oh, (laughs) yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Come come say hi to us at HarmonyCon. Come to our panels at HarmonyCon. I'm doing a an out of our mains panel with Ambazar, and I'm doing a speed running panel with a friend of mine, Coaster. Come to that. Uh, Go to Ambazar and Quantum's uh, new generation of pony YouTubers panel. We're also doing we're also doing a panel where me, Reminition, Violet, and Starstrike are basically simping over Misty for half an hour. So go to that too. Do it. Go see that. Go watch that. Anyways, have a good day, everybody. Goodbye.